let me say that the political if you like, the political big This is the News Made of Students podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy AC. You're not middle class, you're not black white. Enjoy one podcast at a time, discussing all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yeah. right now, yeah. this is predominantly a problem of young black teenage boys. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, 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 what are you feeling me, bro? Give thanks to God, bro. We out here living, giving thanks to God. What are you telling me, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Just out here giving thanks. Constantly, my guy. Come on, come on. That's the best thing that we can. That's the that's one of the best gifts I think that we have is being able to give thanks, especially since we thanks for you know. Exactly. Shout out, shout out. You know who it is? God and that. It's true. It's true. What's been going on, bro? What's been going on? A lot of, lot of, you know. Obviously, like people who don't forget, who people ah, if people forget. The name of the podcast is The News Made Us Do This. The strap line is Black Boy Joy. Yee. And there's been a lot of Black Boy Joy, bro. A lot. Yeah. We've had the Golden Globes speak the other it. day. Speak. Let me speak on it. Let me speak on it. We had the Golden Globes the other day. Uh, obviously, our listeners will know we've discussed it in the extensively. Uh, some big winners previously on the podcast. We discussed uh, Daniel Kaluuya's portrayal of Chairman Fred Hampton in the film The Judas and the Black Messiah. A mm, mm. uh, man like Daniel won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor in a, uh, in a, in a movie or whatever I think it was called. Uh, massively deserved because he was just amazing in it, bro. So massively deserved. Um, another, another Brit. Black Boy Joy, man like Johnny John, John Boyega, he won for Star Wars. Star Wars, Mr. Star Wars. He won for his portrayal of um, uh, uh, PC Logan in Small Axe, the story of the first, I don't want to say the first black Met officer, but one of like, I think the first Met, like, head or something like that, black head. But yeah, he won. So incredible! That's two black Brits from London. Come on, and then what's that, bro? Black boy Joe, all across the board, you know. All across the board, all across the board. Yeah, man. That black girl magic that was sprinkled on us a couple of weeks in this last few weeks, in terms of and Goldie's appointment, you know. Yep, 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 yep. Queen and Goldie. Black girl magic is just lovely. It's always a great time to be black. In, indeed, indeed, indeed. And, you know, and I like that people have also been saying that just because February is over doesn't mean, you know, it's not Black History Month. You know what I mean? Every month is Black History Month. Yeah, in America. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for the transatlantic. In America, it's true. Yeah, no, it's right. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. It's black history. Black history. Oh, oh, oh. But, like, yeah, Daniel Kaluuya, man, he, he's, 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 like, Hello? just making, making oh, yeah. moves all the time. Just making making moves all the time, you know, and it's just like so it's so like phenomenal. Even in terms of just how authentic he always is to himself, to his background, the level of authenticity, 
that he aims to put into his um into his character portrayals you know it's mm-hmm. like it's just so great so i was just so shocked and slightly disturbed and now suspicious of this character and person not daniel but dr umar after the <laughs> I've been going viral. Yeah. Talking about Pan-Africanism, when Daniel is likely going to be a first-generation black, black British yeah. member yeah. of society, you know, yeah. that is Africa, where his parents would have been born in Africa. Yeah. This is not a, a question of really Pan-Africanist, is it? It's more really. he is actually of Africa based in he's an African expat. He's the son of an African expat. Yeah. You know, like at the end of the day, you know, like we're all expats here in this, yeah. in this case. And we're like children of, of expat, of expat culture at the end of the day. Yeah. But then for this kind of confusion to be like freely, you know, sourced up by someone that is meant to be pushing the community towards a unified front towards a front where we can actually, you know, stand up for ourselves on a global scale. Because let's be real, like, there's not many nations that respect black people as a group. You know what I mean? Like, especially politically yeah. as well, which is why we have to keep reinforcing our pride, our joy, and the fact that we're proud of the black individuals that are making a mark on the world and in society. And the fact that a majority of good things that have implemented our specific lives have come directly from black people and from no one other than, you know, in, in my yeah. specific life and my specific life experience, that is, you know, me not saying that, oh, everybody yeah. experience has good no, facts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so when I see, you know, Umar go, going out of his way to, yeah. to kind of stir confusion and to almost do that crabs in a barrel mentality, it makes me suspicious of his actual intentions within the black community and his actual aims for the black community. Yeah. He could have called uh, Daniel. He could have messaged him. He could have called Daniel. He could have messaged him. He could have spoken <laughs> to him to understand his, himself a bit more. But instead, he tried to emphasize on the fact that he has a British accent and was the way he was speaking, yeah. the fact that he. He, he he can he can articulate himself in a in a in a in a world in a world tone and world manner. It's it is like it's it's the dumbing down, you know. And this yeah. whole this whole front, which is why you know I've got to throw Dr. Umar on the bus for this one. Yeah. You know, and I just it just makes me wonder, like, what is what is it with this political clownism? <laughs> <laughs> you know, is that is that what 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 is it? How are we supposed to respond to these great accolades that we've just spoken about in terms of what John Boyega and Daniel Kaluuya have have achieved? Yeah, I I, I, I definitely agree, my bro. Um, yeah, Doctor Uma obviously sometimes strikes people as a controversial figure and stuff. Uh, and you know, I'm not gonna try and you know, um, diminish his pan Africanist uh, uh, stance and say he's not truly pan Africanist and stuff because he I, I'll, I'll be lying if I said I didn't believe he was. But to question 
Daniel because I, I just thought like that bit was silly. Like I was agreeing with him up to that point. You know, he said, you know, I, I don't have a problem with Daniel playing uh, Chairman Fred as long as he have, has a Pan Africanist uh, spirit. And yeah. you know what? Okay, that I kind of understood because we you know there's there's black people out here that are black in color but nothing else. Like yeah. nothing else. So if like Daniel was someone that was like. Oh, like you know, you know, it, it was just a paycheck for him. Like Zoe Saldana playing uh, Nina Simone. Everyone knows that was stupid. So if Daniel was someone that was going to do it stupid, then I would have thought, yeah, I get that. But obviously, just looking at Daniel's interviews and stuff, he really put himself in that role. He understood the message. He understood the person he was playing. So like, I have no doubt that was like a genuine thing. So cool. But then when he said, I see him in interviews and he's putting his British accent on too much. I thought, oh, this guy doesn't know anything at all, bro. I was like, this guy's like, yeah. But you know what? It's one of them ones. I don't want to give it too much clout because I just feel like it's Dr. Uma. Yeah. um, I think he was just speaking out of turn for no reason. I think he just wanted to say something for the sake of saying something. This is Daniel Kalua who, you know, not too long after um, debuting in Skins and becoming a national known actor, you know, yeah. still being harassed by a police officer for fitting that description yeah. of, of a black yeah. woman. And when in the hell have you heard that yeah. to any like of, of counterpart white actors or actresses about fitter description? Like my man's literally on national TV and he's still obviously not immune to this whole, just the whole, you know, institutional racism and systemic attempts to break someone down psychologically. Yet now he's being questioned by, you know, so it's just, it's just an interesting one, you know, because even me being speaking on this situation, I never saw the whole Uma video. Maybe I've caught him out of context, which there's actually a whole, there's actually a whole Twitter account dedicated to Dr. Uma out of context. Maybe I heard about <laughs> yeah. yeah, facts. It's so true, bro. It's so true. So I don't know about it. So it's an interesting one with the Dr. Uma take, but... But ultimately, like, it's not going to ruin our joy, in it? Like, we're just happy for our brother. We're happy that for John. We're happy for, for Daniel. There's other big wins as well. Um, man, like, uh, Jamie Foxx, he won. For the, he's oh, the first black uh, lead in, a, in an animation. Wow. Uh, well, he won. Yeah. He won first uh, black animation. First black, yeah. and he won his, the first award. A one in one, one. You know that words? Straight, yeah. great record, hundred percent record now. You know them what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no mountain of tension that has been built up by white society and white history against the you know the Nubian experience, like all yeah. based on propaganda and falsehoods, you know. And then that yeah. now is so lived within white society that mm-hmm. it actually are. Uh, being dumbfounded by these type of awards. First mm-hmm. black man to star in, a, in, a, in an animation in 2021. Stupid, bro. You no. Know, as much as we should be celebrating with Jamie Foxx, behind the scenes, we need to look at these producers and be like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. It honestly... No, I definitely agree, bro. The, 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 and it, the reason why the, the Nubian experience is interchangeable right now with Western society is because of the involvement of the new being experienced and the, being the ones that built the foundations of it. So it's hard to ever now talk about America's for the anywhere in Europe, yeah, without speaking about black people or the sorry, new being people, you know, because 
pretty much here, it is their whole empire, their whole riches and wealth was built off and because and from new and experience. So it's, it's impossible not to mention Nubians in this, in this or, not to, or to not to acknowledge through observation, just the outright, you know, marginalization of, of, yeah. of, of the Nubian peoples, you know? Because I don't yeah. see the race like that. It is fake. <laughs> like, it is, it's a social construct. It's, it's not real. Man, I can't even. I, I just, I'm trying not to engage with it as much, even in my language, and just, and yeah, yeah, for work and jobs, yeah. And some of them want to do this cultural diversity stuff, and they ask, Why are you? And it did, you don't even put me on there because to describe myself as just being wholeheartedly believing, Oh, I'm black, yeah, it's bullshit. It just isn't that, man. No, it isn't. There's a lot, it's, it's, it's a lot more nuanced than that, like you know. Because, like, like we said, like, brother, it's a lot more nuanced. We can go with this conversation for ages, trust me. But, like, even like black, like, there's people we know from the African continent who don't, they don't, that don't consider themselves black, and yeah. it could be as dark as me and you. So it's like, you know, it's 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 weird, bro. It's really really weird. I think it was Fire like, that said, like, yeah. went to Africa for the first time. He didn't see no niggers. Who's this? Richard Pryor, the comedian. Oh yeah, is that what you said? Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear what you said. Yeah, yeah. I've been using this word because there's no niggas inside. They're not. They're not. Oh, yeah, niggas, there's no niggas in Africa. Yeah, I'm trying to say. No. No. You know, and and it's interesting because just you know, just the way those labels play a hold and even play a hold in just being awarded something. Just Jamie Foxx being awarded yeah. something. We have to know that he is the first ever black lead in an animation. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Just for him to receive that award, we don't yeah. get a chance to merit just skill and talent on a, on a humanistic level. And it's just, that is what I believe is really the betrayal of these social constructs, you know? And, and, and just looking at how Netflix, again, bigging up Netflix again, for creating these platforms for challenging, you know, these producers and media powerhouses, Forcing people like the BBC to pick up Stephen McQueen's small acts, forcing Disney's new Pixar and streaming service to pick up these films like Soul that have been written. Like, let's not get it twisted. This is not the first black animated lead that has been pitched to Pixar. That's true. This is not the f- Soul is not the first black animated lead that has been put forward to the executives at Disney and Pixar to be picked up, you know? That's true, that's true. Yeah. Only now, in 2020, 2021, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, like, it's like, these incremental signs and signals come after such longevity of, of you know, trial, tribulation, and pushing forward with these civil, with these civil rights movements rooted rooted in civil rights everyday achievements and it's easily understandable why like people will probably be confused as why why is something like this why is everyday life like political you know yeah it's because we live in a political society the world is politics 
Politics means your life. When people are born, they don't realize that the birth certificate is actually a birth register. You know, you, you are born in debt, essentially. Your registry has, you've registered like a product is registered. It's your serial number, you know. As soon as you're born, your political product, your resource, you know, that is only protected now because of like some written rules that have been written down on paper and agreed to by some people, by some men. Yeah. That aren't even like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like these rules are, are barely protecting men right now. Like I'm sure that because Britain is now out of the EU, like the Britain is not protected by British people are not protected by the European human rights. Human rights, yeah. So Britain has actually lost human rights in 2020. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's interesting, like, because what are your views on like modern day civil rights right now? Like, obviously, I kind of know your views, but you know, just on the commentary, like, like, what, what kind of where do you see us? You know. Well, I think the thing is, I've been thinking about this a lot, especially with this whole thing with the pandemic and stuff, and just how quickly we have to conform and and essentially give up or or or, 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 or yeah, give up um certain privileges um for what they call the greater good but you know no one none of us you know we didn't sign i don't remember signing or being told or signing a, a piece of paper that said oh um you have if the government say stay at home you have to stay at home if the government say this you have to do this you have to government say wear a mask you have to wear a mask you know so like this is what this is the question this is why the this is what, what i think one of the reasons why there's so much fear around the pandemic and the covid uh situation not only in particular with the vaccines but with so basically does the gut does do the governments have free will over our bodies and our our free and our own free will because like tomorrow bro if the government say tomorrow nobody that's who has if, if you haven't got a vaccine you have to i don't know you ha- you can't you literally can't leave your house mm-hmm. bro, that'll be a madness that would be like it would be mad. They'd be like, rah, like, what, what kind of like, you know, thing is this? So, in terms of like our our liberties, our our civil liberties, and our our our, our human rights, I think we all have to really have to have to take a hard look, particularly in the West. Yeah. We have to take a look at ourselves and think, right, like, how free are we? Because this this year has, if this if this is the last year has taught us anything, is that freedom can be taken like that. You know, and none of us have committed any crimes, but all of us have been on house arrest. Cool. I don't. That's not to take away that I appreciate it and I understand there's been a global pandemic, and you know precautions had to be taken. But I'm just saying in the manner in which these things were taken, and then talk about. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember. Like Matt Hancock uh, then said something a couple of weeks ago about if people come from another country and they don't um, declare that they've been to this country or something, something, they can get 10 years in prison. Now, I'm sorry, that was the most ridiculous thing I heard. 10 years in prison. Bro. 10 years in prison oh, back from Hollywood. Like, and not even being mad. The everyday person, 10 years in prison because the prisons are... Because what? Because a, a group of people have decided that nope, this is the this is the punishment we have to reward. But this is what I'm trying to say. So we we all have to be a bit careful, I think, in regards to the comings of like what the things that are happening uh, now and again. Because like you know, we like we discussed last week, 
you know, the, 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 the current health secretary committed a crime, yet there's no repercussions. And this is the thing. So we're going to think, all right, well, like, but yet someone that can go on holiday and come back gets 10 years. And this is not to say that what that person, that neither thing is right. Like, you know, if you're going, if you've gone away during a global pandemic, and you may have picked up COVID, whatever, you know, for the sake of everyone else, get tested, et cetera, et cetera. But 10 years, no one can tell me that's proportionate. That's not proportionate. I don't care what anybody says, that is not proportionate. <laughs> so like, it's ridiculous, bro. Like, it's ridiculous. So this is the thing that I think like we all need to ask ourselves, that there's people being arrested for going to visit their grandmother or, or, or you know, or, or, or meeting up with a friend that has severe mental health um, problems. Like, this is the thing where we have to question, like, what, then what, what, what do we have? What freedoms do we really have? Because clearly we know these freedoms are going to be taken away like that instantaneously. And I think that's the, that's the question that everyone's going to ask themselves in the next couple of years. And I think it's going to be an interesting time, a very interesting time. And it's interesting you say that because, like, we were mentioning just, like, what freedom do we really have if someone that has the highest form of, you know, like, white privilege, the highest class, the highest, one of the highest statuses in the world has to flee his own country. Yeah. And start talking on, on talk shows. Yeah. Because... We're not really paying attention. A prince was harassed so much by the English media that he's actually come out on TV whilst in Afghanistan and while he was serving for the British army to say that he hates England because of the press. You know, like, like you, he's not even free to be a person. Yet us everyday people who have passed on this form of democracy, giving us a chance to participate, taking it for granted. Not necessarily acknowledging our own liberties, not even noticing just how close our freedoms are to being taken away from us when we see today a prince literally exiling himself because of the treatment that he's, been, that, that he's, that he's got and his family have received. Like, 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 what freedoms do we really have? Like, like people don't really deep that child labour only got scrapped not too long ago. Yeah. When I say that, I mean, like, it was just literally within the last 100 years. Yeah. People that are of 80, 90, and 100 plus, were, that were children, when they were children, were likely being forced to work from 12 years old. Education only, only recently just got made compulsory for, for 16-year-olds. As in the last 80 years or so, you know, like, like Ma- Malcolm X, Fred Hampton, Martin Luther King all got assassinated in the 60s, just 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, your parents that are trying to get, come out into retirement now, went through some shit and did some shit. And just because you're, we're born doesn't mean it's over because parents, were able to hide the the trauma somewhat to provide a better future for us, for the children doesn't mean that the, these these fights are over. Do you know? Yeah, I'm sure. hundred percent, bro. And and it's just a call again. Who is worse, the oppressor or the moderate that is happy to, or the liberal moderate that is happy to let oppression keep going just as long as they can enjoy their few little yeah. freedoms. Yeah, that's the devil. 
It's true. That's the evil. They it's say true. the devil's in the detail. So is it not the people that are watching and seeing these details happen, yet do nothing that are actually the ones that are, perpe- are the true perpetrators? Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they've been given this common consensus by people that claim to be liberals and freedom fighters. Yet all that's happening is more bombs being dropped on Syria, you know, Less aid has been given to the to to Yemen, and then the conservatives have said, "Oh, we've decided to we've given more aid to the to we've sent more aid to Yemen in a disguised language, which is a lie because they've actually cut down the aid to Yemen to to Yemen, where because of that cutting aid, they're looking at like human beings under the age of twelve at least forty thousand dying due to starvation, bro." directly involve Britain's directly involved why because they're still participating in the illegal sale of arms to Saudi Arabia mm. this government in place is selling bombs and cutting aid out T- today this happened today bro you know it begs the qu- it begs the question that who is deciding the targets here? And are the British people safe from being targeted? Because in my opinion, especially people that aren't earning over 20,000 per annum, yeah, which is quite a lot of white British people, a lot of people that they've put in the BAME category, but definitely not all of the BAME category, by no means, you know, were the previous targets before the new scapegoats have come along. Like, yeah, like so in regards to targets and stuff, like this this pandemic, again, has shown that when the government and the media come together and have an agenda, they can make the oppressed look like they're, they can make the oppressed, the oppressor look like the oppressed and the oppressed look like the oppressor. Because it's like, you know, we speak about targets and stuff and the talk about, you know, the BAME community being at higher risks of not taking the vaccine and stuff, I think it's it's, it's false. It's false, Big and uh, that narrative that narrative can be very um, damaging for the just the, the overall respect that 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 the BAME again I'm gonna say black the black community um, need to have a, just a, 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 a to co to exist in this society freely because. This, what, what I'm worried about is if you keep putting out there the rhetoric that, oh, black people aren't um, taking the vaccine and they're scared because they think that, that we're trying to kill them and there's, there's a chip in there and stuff like that. No, like, look, like, cool, we appreciate that there's been their theories banned about the whole vac- this whole pandemic, but don't, don't try to pin that on all black people. Like, bruv, black people make 2% up of society. Even if 2% of us, if all black people didn't take up the vaccine, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be that detrimental to society, and I'm saying that now it wouldn't be because it's 87 percent. What 87 percent of this country is white British here, yeah? mm-hmm. and if if only if two percent or three of two percent of the white people in this country or three percent or whatever didn't take the vaccine, that'd be way more detrimental than anything that we can ever think of. Yeah. So 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 like putting that rhetoric out there, like oh, black and brown people are being more are, aren't taking up the vaccine but it's not, we know that's not true because we know that in our personal lives and just people around us in of a certain age they're running to get the vaccine 
They're saying that right. Why haven't we called it? They're they're probably they're, they're more asking that like, right. Like why weren't we called like a month ago or whatever like that? They're more concerned as at, at, at the pace they're being called at. The, the, so like the media have to get it right because even if you are called, don't put that or don't put that on the black and brown communities. If you said young people now and young people as in all young people, black, brown, white, uh, all white people, all young people. Then cool, maybe you might have a point there because young people, there's 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 a lot more of a uh, more more a uh, more of like a uh, like a, 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 a laissez faire towards it. Like uh, well, if I have to, I'll get it. But no one's rushing it. Bro, imagine the young people going to university today. Yeah, they voted for liberal Democrats who said that they will slash tuition rates. They exactly. It right after the government. <laughs> Bro, I will never forget that day. They raised it that same week. Crazy, right? I think here yeah, it's actual like modern day democracy has been so corrupted because these people that are getting in power don't have to live up to their name. Yeah. We as society hold rappers and artists to more accountability than we do prime ministers. If a rapper or something said, oh, they, they done an awful act or they were doing this, we're like, prove it then. We want to see. If you don't prove it, we're not going to listen to your music. Yet, whenever we're even voted for these, these people to, to actually rule, you know, that you say, yeah, like, this law I'm going to bring in is going to promote more life, sustainable life. The health is going to be, you know, health is going to go up. Life expectancy is going to go up. Quality of life is going to go up. These people are actually there to directly involve your quality of life, the opportunities that are presented to you in your life, yeah, our lives, and they're not even held to as much accountability as rappers are for what they spit about in their lyrics. I mean, shouldn't it be illegal if someone enters like a political a position of political power based on the premise of a lie? If they haven't been showing that they've made attempts to 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 accomplish what they've said in their manifestos, but they well, they should be going to jail. They've literally lied. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, and they're wondering why people are, are like the younger generation are are cynical. Of, this is it. Of the things that they're trying to force through, and they, and when we see an act an actual eager government, it's like why are the government so eager then? Because they're not actually eager for the things we need them to be there for. Like, for example, li- closing the national deficit. For example, having us a Brexit that protects our farmers, our fishers, our industries, our small businesses in Britain. You know, mm-hmm. having a Brexit that actually puts Britain in a better position economically and socially. Yeah. Eager to use news. But they're eager to hide the allocation of wealth to their mates. These stories are eager to get people vaccinated. They're eager for things that will make the rich richer. So why wouldn't young people who are not in the same class for the people that they're clearly serving, or should I say it's the same level of society for the people that are clearly serving, be eager to then come and take this COVID vaccine. Yeah. The only thing they seem to be eager for are self-interested things. Like, is that what democracy is about? That's the question we have to ask ourselves, bro. 
Is that what democracy is about? That's the question we have to ask ourselves, man. It's, it's, it's like, it, it just comes back to this accountability again, you know, like, like what has happened since Brexit? It's been three months into Brexit, right? Yeah, not what well, since Brexit. Oh, oh, yeah, since yeah, yeah. yeah. it's officially we've left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prior to that year, there were billboards everywhere, adverts everywhere, a big media campaign pushed by the government to inform people, wherever that why they need to do Brexit. Now that Brexit is here, where's that same energy in leading? Yeah. On what they should do to best benefit from leaving Brexit. Where's the energy? The energy's gone now, man. Who's responsible yeah. for that energy? The energy's gone now, man. Now, now it's going to be used as a trump card for any fuckery that goes on. It's going to be like, oh, because of Brexit, we can't do this. Oh, because of Brexit, that, bro, we'll see in it. It's just going to be a lot. Creating new enemies. Going to try to blame all of Europe now for all the shortcomings of the government. Yeah. Blaming BAME for, for the fact that they haven't even being able to roll out everyone getting vaccinated. They haven't, yeah. even got, they haven't even got the vaccinations in any facilities. The fact that black communities and church leaders and faith leaders are actually reaching out to help the government hasn't been yeah. emphasised. No, they want to emphasise pain points. They want to act like this is some sort of cell cycle where they can say, oh, the BAME community hasn't done this, but the faith leaders have said they'll do this. No, the faith leaders have given you a facility Mm. they've given you a medium to facilitate what must be done and they said you want to spin the story they ain't abro you ain't going to spin this coop but when <laughs> that when that coop detect starts they, they're not going to spin this coop bro yeah is like are we is, is this a state of is this like like what, what it's just it's just weird for me I just feel like what is actually going on which is why I was so happy to read Akala's book, Natives, which mm. pretty much kind of like brings you up to speed, brings a person up to speed on, on, a, on a good observation of, you know, like what we see today. <laughs> no, that's a great book. I recommend anyone to read that one. That's a really good book. But no, bro, everything you're saying is facts. You know, it's interesting because you mentioned earlier about how when the media and these these kind of like, but these, these are, I don't know how to call these democracies because they're not democracies. There's no change. It's been a two-party system since fucking universal suffrage, you know. Yeah. There's, been two, yeah. There's only two choices. That's not, that's fuck all, mate. That's an autocracy. So we're in this bureaucracies in America and in the UK who are the leaders of this Western, Western, Western world, we'll say, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially since, World War II, where America has pretty much built everyone out, which is in Europe, and all their debts, which is why America becomes such a superpower. Yeah. Yeah. And that whole war was to end fascism. Yeah. Yet they're allowing that same fascism that brought about the death, the biggest yeah. death of white of white life. Yeah. You know, their own fascism caused millions. Of, yeah. of white life to be taken from this earth, they're allowing those same powers to sneak back in. For what? Yeah. Go, go ask yourself, like, what, what, what are the purposes of these bureaucracies? Like, what, what, like, what are, what, where, where, it, how much more life expectancy do they have? And if they are making an exit strategy, 
is this the extra strategy that they're doing now? Using COVID, using lockdown? Because they didn't do this for bird flu. They didn't do it for swine flu. They didn't do it for Ebola. Mm-hmm. Bare people died for all of those things, bro. Bro, you, you raised some good points, man. You raised some really good points. I think it's... Um, I think it, this, this, this whole period, this whole year, is going to be a, a, a um, subject in itself. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like from two to March twenty twenty to March twenty twenty one, and onwards, it's going to be a subject in itself, and people are going to look and study for the next couple of years, decades even, and then someone's the people are going to come out with their conclusions. Like, was it was was any of it proportionate? Was um, you know the failings of the government were that more detrimental than the actual virus? Because um, people might argue, well, if it was a lockdown from, let's say, February, or when the when the um, well, this, week, uh, well, this this time last China, China made their, yeah China 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 what got their first um, case in December 2019. Um, the British government was aware of this. Um, you know, we locked down in late middle March. If we locked down a lot sooner. Who knows? Like we probably wouldn't be in the, the we wouldn't have the highest death rate in Europe, um, and we, we might have a different, a whole different conversation right now. We'd be like, right, you know what? The Tories actually did a good job. Like this shit, no one could have handled this stuff. Like it's a hard job for anyone to handle. But you know, we've kept our death rate down. We ain't got the highest death rate in the world or in this country or in Europe. You know, whatever, whatever, and we can move on with our lives. But that's not the case. We're not, we're not, we're not talking from New Zealand or Australia where them and are just living freely out there. Like we're not talking like that. This is a whole different situation where, you know, even at this stage where we're thinking that we're getting to a point of freedom and normality, we're still not aware. We're still not clear on what's, what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks or so, bro. Like you know, they're giving us their their their, their dangling carrots in front of our face with like, oh, twenty first of June, freedom and stuff, but. You know, a lot of us are skeptical. Like, well, twenty first of June probably sounds realistically probably going to be more twenty first September or something, bro. So it's a madness, man. That's big facts, man. Because you know, there's been not one plan that this government has managed to execute well. Not one plan. What plan? What have they done well? What plan have they done well? The eat out to help help out increase COVID infections by rates. Like people got more infected from that scheme than businesses yeah. managed to stay alive. You know, and it just it makes me wonder, like that's crazy. Honestly, like, like what plan has this government done well? Because guess what? They haven't helped us since the recession. We're still in austerity. Life is still more expensive. They haven't closed the deficit. Ah, I'm so silly. Lex, Lex. Yeah. The rich have got richer. Yeah. The rich have the got richer. The, the rich have definitely gone richer, bro. How the rich have got richer, man. And, and... Get their master plan. It's like you said, a dangling carrots in front of us because they've even fooled me into thinking that their plan was actually to eat out to help out. They actually fooled me into thinking that this lockdown was done to, you know, was, was done to ensure that we, <laughs> we as a people, ourself, are safe. Nope. This lockdown was done so that the people can stop the shops in the market and the rich can get richer and the mass profits at low, 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 low costs to themselves. So well done. Well done for making the rich richer. Yeah. yeah. Well done, Tease. Well, next, next, next week's 
episode, we're going to be discussing Rishi's uh, uh, budget. And I think this is going to probably be the most important budget of any budget um, in the last, in our probably, probably in our lifetime, bro. It really probably is in our lifetime. I feel like I've said that before, but I feel like this is the one because it's like, you know, we've, we've, we've discussed the roadmap now. We know the roadmap. This is like us to come out of lockdown, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we know that, you know, peas have been spent, you know, some legitimately, like on furlough and stuff, and some illegitimately, like 22 billion wasted on a track and trace system that didn't even work. Um, and the government are, are still needing to be held accountable for that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're going to see. We're going to see because there's a lot of talk about there's two ways they can go. They can either confirm their status as a nasty party and just raise taxes for middle income and lower income workers to, to like, they're like, well, you guys were the ones on furlough, so you guys need to, ca- to, to carry this burden. Or they can raise taxes like corporation tax and stuff and tax companies like Amazon a lot more, never more, tax them their fair share and, you know, help the country out. So we're going to see what way they're going to look to go to raise money and raise capital again because, because you know, this shit's been, this shit's been draining on, on society as a whole. Like, not just middle-income and low-income workers, small businesses, large, large businesses, you know, like your Tesco's and your supermarkets and stuff have been faring well. But how about your small, your small business that sells baby clothes down the road or, or car parts or shit like that? So... We're going to see, man. It's going to be an interesting budget. It's going to be an interesting budget. And yeah, so we'll have to dissect that. For sure, man. And look into more of the action and what they're up to, you know. And yeah, man. It's interesting because it's interesting. Yeah, definitely. It's what, the, what the news wants to report and then what we end up speaking about. Very interesting. <laughs> Trust me, bro. It's all perspectives, you know. It's all perspective. It's all perspective. Yeah. Any shout outs? Any any shout outs? Obviously, my oh, there, there's one one shout out. I will shout out before and Golzi, you know. And already, yeah. You know, and again another fuck you to European media sources that try to describe her as a grandmother. Yeah. Know, how I try to like, leave, uh, put her down, uh, put in a yeah. woman. Not happy with the fact that there's not a man in charge for once. Nope. That the fact that it's a it's a black women doing bits, you know? Yeah. And then shout out all the women that came to defend and support her in showing that, that that particular media group that wrote such a vile headline apologized. Yep. Yeah. their statement. Yeah. Although once damage has been done, it's been done, which is, you know, another one of these media techniques. It's just awful, the fact that they're, they're allowed to do this and their, their accountability is so low and these execs get paid millions, and, th- and these publications still get allowed to be produced in our countries without no regulation, which is why I love Liverpool for banning... Banning the sun, yeah. I love it. I love it. No, it's true. No, it's true, man. Like, yeah, trying to, like, just regulate Auntie uh, Queen, Queen, Queen Ngozi to just a grandmother in that kind of way. And it was obviously a very... Um, they did it in such a sarcastic kind of way. That, But I'm just happy that... Queen and Gozi just didn't even let that one sickle. She stepped on their necks ASAP and got the apology. Whether the apology was genuine or not, doesn't matter. She got the apology and she put that online and let people know, like, listen, we're not playing that shit. I'm going to be here for a long time. So we're not going to be playing this this nonsense, like, with your stupid media. So you lot have to respect me as the, as, as the head of the World Trade Organization. Woman or not, African or not, 
respect me for that and that's it actually and respect the fact i'm a woman and respect the fact i'm african that's it so that's yeah man let's go denise definitely made us do this man. definitely made us do this